You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on FM. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, my friend, you've been lots, doing lots of traveling. Was it good? I have. I'm so glad to be back on the show, man. I missed you guys. Yes, it's been too long, and I... I barely made it through the last show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen to it and write you all the things I would correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be a long list. <laughs> but uh, you, you got an amazing offer the other day, I noticed. Uh, a whole, like, what, was it close to 3,000 links for 25 bucks? I did. That was, I almost took them up on it. The, uh, the offer was unbelievably cool um, until I realized that, you know, I was just you know, high on something. <laughs> oh, you see, there it is. It's all for thirty dollars. So that's probably why it was that five bucks, right? Yes. It's, it's, <laughs> still, I can't believe people send those those emails out today. Still, they, hopefully they don't work anywhere. But people still send emails out, you know, trying to spam you and say, "Please, we will give you three thousand links for twenty nine ninety five. Well, it's just someone someone is buying them because they're the ones who are paying for all those crap comments that are being added to all of our uh, blog posts. That's true. Ugh. And it was interesting if you looked at it, this was a little bit better, you know, trying to, a little bit better at tricking people because they also posted 75 articles for you and then did comments for your articles. So I was thinking, are they doing only comments on your articles? So that's going to be really good. <laughs> 3,000 comments <laughs> on your 75 articles. Yeah, it's just a mess and crazy and nuts and seventy five dollar or seventy five blog posts for thirty bucks alone. That's hilarious. I, yeah, a sentence each maybe, or are they legible? Yeah. Oh, and anyway. it's not just it's not just, and, and they can't do math either because they've got over three thousand quality backlinks. They say seventy five plus blog posts and twenty five hundred backlinks. So it's like. 75 plus 2,500. It's because they added the 500 plus words of relevant content. <laughs> oh, all right. 
which of course would be 3,075. <laughs> they added all the words in the email they sent to snag the person in the first place. Anyone wants yeah, to if see you it, get it's that pretty stuff, funny. Just ignore it. Please, 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 for the love of God, ignore those emails. <laughs> and anyone who tells you to go to Fiverr to buy links, they deserve a smack. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but if you want to see the post or the, the email that John got, I love watching these things. It's on our uh, our Google Plus community page, uh, SEO 101. Easy enough to search for on any Google Plus uh, search area. So in the our community, yeah. I should say. Well, we we broke the 700 member um, threshold this week too, so that was pretty awesome. Yay! Yeah, so. you should give a, a a shout out to getting I'm to it and getting it. to it. It's Amisha, Amisha Grasti. Yes, seventh hundred member. Woohoo! Yay! Yes, it's uh, getting busy on there. Lots of great questions. Lots of good communication. We've got our our friend David Harry, uh, aka the Gypsy, hanging out there too, which is great. And he's giving us some some good feedback for some of the people, uh, you know, mentioning things and keeping us all honest, as David always does. Yeah, Dave, Dave's pretty awesome. <laughs> Dave is um, participating more finally, so we're getting a lot of a lot of good people in there answering a lot of great questions. So. Come yeah. to our Google Plus community. Sorry, Facebook community, you need to, you need to make the transition. <laughs> yes, uh, and I did post a, a, a little bit of a hint there. Um, not to say we won't answer questions there, but I just don't check it as often because, you know, you got to go where all the, the questions are and the activity. Yep. I noticed I there's even a pause button they added above ours. So, you know, in case we get an absolute flood of questions i can press pause and catch up so keep in mind everyone you can post all you want <laughs> <laughs> nice pretty soon it'll be seven thousand members and man that'll be a party yep. especially when they all donate one dollar <laughs> yeah really the biggest community that i've seen so far in google plus communities that i'm a member of is the building a company community which has over twenty three thousand members so we have a goal to shoot for hmm. Yeah, shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in terms of news, uh, what's going making the airways right now are going everywhere. Right? I mean, it was just like a flood. Oh my God, Matt Scott said something. Matt Scott said something. Was a uh, yeah. video discussing uh, the Google algo changes coming this summer. Um, essentially, Penguin 2.0 and a couple other little things. Um, I don't know. I feel silly just talking about this because we're just being. Um, well, it's, 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 yeah, it's it, as much as it, all right, so. But it's good for the people that haven't seen it read just to k- kind of get an idea of the things that Google's thinking about, even though they're just kind of being very vague. But these are the topics that they're thinking about. They're doing, you know, research into. Um, so it's good to know when you get a glimpse into what Google's, what's on Google's mind, it always helps at least a little bit. Yeah. At least, at least we know what disinformation's out there. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. No, I wouldn't say all the time. Because we know that there's a, a new penguin update coming, and he, yeah. he mentioned that. And it's not, that's not disinformation. It's no, coming. The it's going to be rising. more impactful than the first one, of, apparently. <laughs> you know, the sun is rising, and it will go down. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's true. No, it's not bad. I mean, I, I think it's pretty funny that Danny Sullivan, when he posted this, he's still at. It's almost like he's sticking to his guns that it's. Penguin 4, a.k.a. Penguin 2. I think Google can specify their own versions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can decide. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I think it's Penguin 2.0, a.k.a. Penguin 4, Danny. <laughs> um, that said, uh, I guess we begin with advertorials. Want to take that away? Advertorials, yeah. And just to make sure everybody's kind of on the same page, there's a lot of discrepancy right now about what advertorials are, especially in the news space, because advertorial sponsored content is becoming a big thing um, across the industry for news. Um, so this really only impacts you if you're you're in – well, not necessarily. It, it primarily impacts you if you're in the news space or a blogger space um, and are selling content, basically. Advertorials, to describe them basically, is if someone pays you to place content on your site, whether you write it or they write it, but it's it's paid content, not just a link, but the entire page of content has been paid for, that's usually a broad definition of an advertorial. Right, you, you see it in magazines all the time. You get fooled. It looks like it's part of the magazine, but it's a page, and the thing on the top says advertisement. Same thing on web pages. They should be clearly marked as advertisements, but sometimes they're not. Um, but basically, what Google's looking at here with advertorials is to make sure that those pages are not passing link juice. They want to make sure that any articles that are on those pages that contain links or sponsorship links on those articles all are no-followed, basically. You can still do advertorials. You can still make money off them. They just want to make sure that two things, really. We have, we have three rules here at our news sites for sponsored content advertorial. First rule is it can never be indexed in Google News, whether there's no-follow or not. Advertorial content cannot be indexed in Google News. Two, it all has to have no follows on any links. So it might not be indexed in Google News, but it will be indexed in the standard Google index. In that case, it has to have no follows. And the third one, when you're selling it, you cannot by any means say that this is going to help the advertiser's website. You can't position it as a benefit from an SEO perspective to the advertiser's website. It is not and it should not be. Those are the three rules that we have to follow when we're doing it, and I suggest you follow the same rules when it's dealing with advertorials, and you'll be covered no matter what Google does with it. You'll be fine. I'm actually getting um, uh, the audit inquiry now <clears throat> to post uh, <laughs> advertorials that are not advertorials on Stepforth, and I'm like, oh, come on. Is it worth a hundred bucks for you? I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> See, but but you're bringing up a great point because a lot of spot, a lot of like, um, what are they called? Guest postings and blogs could be considered advertorial if someone pays you to put that on your site. Yeah. And if it's, you know, a lot of these people that are accepting blog posts and guest posting are really advertising all over the site. You know, come guest post for us. If you're saying come guest post for us and we'll pay you, you're falling in that in the, under that advertorial, you know, classification, and you you're going to need to follow those rules. So you think if if someone writes for you, you pay them? That's an advertorial. If they are writing, not not if you're paying an author to write no. for you. If it's if it's a guest post and it's very specifically. Um, focusing on that author's brand or product, and they're writing about themselves, mm -hmm. and they're linking to themselves, and it's obvious that they were paid, they paid for the, the opportunity to do that, then yes. But guess, standard guest posts where you just, someone puts a post up, I mean, guest posts is a whole other thing that's coming under fire right now anyway, but you know, that might not be the best example. It really, really, it's mostly on news sites, media sites, um, and, and they're all doing it right now. They're all taking sponsored content. But, but how you handle that from a technical perspective, um, where it's indexed, which news indexes it gets in, um, no follows, those are all really critical to whether or not you get hammered. 
Um, literally, there's an example from um, earlier this year, right before Valentine's Day, I think, in the UK, there was an advertiser that sold flowers, and they went and they did a bunch of advertorial-type content on some British newspapers, and they got busted. Those British newspapers went down to PR zeros. They got hammered, and they took all that off, and they, they came back, but it was all based on the sponsored content stuff. They were pulled out of the news indexes and everything. So you got because they didn't handle it right. They didn't have no follows, and it was indexed in the news news um, indexes. So and of course, unlike the smaller businesses out there that would get nailed by this, uh, those other guys probably got back within what a week. <laughs> yeah, they got back pretty quick as soon as they took it off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It bothers me a bit. You know, one thing that really gets me, and I I, I probably ranted about this last week, but it it's just cheeses me off, is how. Um, Google is more than happy to remove your site if it's had malware, but if you want, once you've fixed it, and you want to get back in. It can take weeks. I mean, yep. it's just it's not right. That, that's that they've got to fix that, and they're they're looking hypocritical. Um, I mean, I, I okay, sure that people let the, their site get hacked, but really let. Uh... Yeah, part <laughs> of the problem though is the the removals for hack sites are algorithmically based, so it happens instantaneously. To get them back, it takes human review and a process that, that the algorithm doesn't, I mean, algorithm do it instantly. To get it back, it takes resources and time that, you know, probably shouldn't take a few weeks, but it's going to take a lot of than just the algorithm picking it up and saying, boom, done, you're gone. Well, and we should jump to number six for that, then. It says actually making improvements on hack sites. Google's done a lot of work with them over the last while, um, and they're specifically labeling them. That they're trying to do is give some better warnings and a little more detail um, in webmaster, Google Webmaster Tools. Unfortunately, he didn't mention anything about responsiveness to uh, repairs. You know, once your site is because this, this is huge. You don't just get um, uh, a warning or, or your site is is having a problem. You know, it'll be back online tomorrow if you fix this kind of thing. It's your site's gone. <laughs> You're, you, you get warned. People get warnings. It's like it's bad. It's very, very bad for business, and and it can hurt yeah. a, a company significantly if they're one of the, the properly putting all their eggs in one basket. Yeah, one of the things they did in that that I was happy about was that they are going to improve communication. So it sounded to me when I watched the video that they're going to get a little bit more transparent. You know, right now you get these notices in Webmaster Tools that say. Um, you have um, you have a penalty because of user-generated content, and that's all they tell you. They don't tell you where it's at or what the content is or anything. You have to do all kinds of research. It sounds like they're going to get more specific about where penalties are when you have issues like that, give you at least better clues on how to determine what those issues are so you can fix them, mm-hmm. which is, would be very nice if they did that. It would be. Yeah, it would be great. Um, the next bit is spammy queries. Um, they're essentially saying that some of the areas they haven't really focused on. That's uh, this is actually I have to admit this was probably the, the weirdest one to listen to yeah. and explain. <laughs> um, was that he did gotten lots it, of complaints about payday loan it, searches and porn. It's, all, it's, always, and, it's always weird to hear Matt talk about porn sites, knowing how he got to start at Google. <laughs> yes. For those, for those um, who don't know, one of Matt's first jobs in Google was to manually review porn sites so they could figure out how to come out of the index. So he spent his whole day looking at porn. Yeah. Yeah. And, and probably not the cleanest ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a little dirty. But that's okay. You know what? That's what you got to be. <laughs> he is working for the uh, Do No Evil company, though, right? So That's right. <laughs> um, 
anyways, trying to make sense of this is a little hard, but the gist that at least actually I'm reading with Danny. I thought Danny would have had a clear. He didn't seem to, though. Um, he says that uh, payday loans, some pornographic related queries were less likely to be a target for Google search spam team, but they plan on making a more of a look into this area in the near future. How lame is that? Like, why even bring that up? Yeah, it's like, it's, it seems to me like it's like, okay, we've been ignoring these because we don't put them in the index anyway, unless people search for them specifically, which is fine. So we don't care about these because they're all spam topics. Now we want to clean up our spam. We want the spam topics to be not a spam. <laughs> yeah, there won't be anything left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to clean up their they're, they're by nature dirty. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, on that note, let's take a quick break and we'll get back to uh, uh, going upstream. Pardon, I can't, I can't, anyway. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. <laughs> Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Time now for another exciting episode of Pace of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the <laughs> Algorithm. That ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the rankings fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with AnalyticsSEO.com. My name is Jim Gray, and I am a judge of the Superior Court in California. Did you know that since the federal government first banned marijuana in 1937, that usage in this country has gone up by about 4,000%? Or that an American is arrested on marijuana charges every 38 seconds? If you are wondering if any of this makes sense, you are not alone. To find out more, contact the Marijuana Policy Project at 1-877-JOIN-MPP or visit them on the web at mpp.org. Hold on to your white hat or black hat. WebmasterRadio.fm is ready to take you behind the backlinks. We're digging and scraping past the surface of everyday news and views of search engine marketing and dropping our proverbial anchor text on the important issues affecting the industry with our panel of search engine insiders. Behind the backlinks. Debuts Tuesday, May 14th at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. On demand, anytime. Inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
And welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, we were discussing uh, payday loans and porn, and now we're jumping into... Oh, I can't do it. Um... So you the... Yeah, you can't jump into going upstream from that. No, I really can't. <laughs> um... Why don't you take it away there, uh, John? So, so the basically pleasure. what Matt was talking about when going upstream is talking about really looking for sources of bad links, and he's talking about really the link-building portions of the algorithm, and I, which basically means they're going after more link networks. They've said they're, they said they're doing this. They say they're going to keep doing this, so it's no surprise. Um, they're going to keep going after more link networks. Um, I think he was just reiterating and maybe emphasizing a little bit if you're using or creating link networks they're coming after you so no surprise there hmm. well it's a learning experience this yeah, um, yeah. how little can he say how little can he say yeah but if you're using a link network you, you know you got to change that tactic and be careful if you're you know sometimes you get involved in link networks and don't even know it you know Somebody that you knew says, I know this great place to get some links, and you get a link there, and before you know it, you're involved. It's kind of like can't go in, or, you know, next thing you know, you're curled up in the floor wondering why you're not ranking. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's a few a few I've heard that are pretty close to that, yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, really what it comes down to is, uh, duh. I mean, if, if, if you've been listening to any of our episodes or reading anything online about what you should be doing in SEO, Links, like networks. We actually had we you know. actually had a question in the community that kind of relates to this. Um, just somebody popped in, asked a question about you know how to check for you know active backlinks because he still had a uh, it's one of your friends Ross the links page yeah. on his site that that he was he said he was worried about the people that were linking to him he wanted to check to make sure they were still linking to him and that's a that's an old school technique that you probably shouldn't be doing anymore having this link page on your site that that you, and he did clarify, he says he didn't mean to use reciprocal linking as a term, but still the idea of making sure that people are linking to you because you have a link to them kind of sounds reciprocal, I'm not sure. But but the idea of having a links page on your site is so outdated, it's the same kind of thing. Just these things worked at one time, and they don't anymore, and they could actually end up hurting you in the long run, especially link networks. Yeah, just like that that bad boy boyfriend, right? Right, John? Say it again. <laughs> that good um, enough. I was yawning. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> no worries. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, okay. Well, so he actually jumps into sophisticated link analysis after that. So same thing. Um, they're going to be much better at understanding links apparently in the next uh, in a future iteration of, of an algorithm. It's not Penguin. This is something that's coming. Um, this, this was probably the most interesting thing to me out of the entire video actually. Because I got the feeling that they were just kind of starting from scratch and really taking a second look at how they analyze links. With the changing environment on, online, with the, you know, the whole landscape of links shrinking and people not creating as many links anymore and social media coming into play, which is a now new authoritative source for, for understanding which sites and pages are doing better, it sounds to me they're starting from scratch or very close to scratch and trying to understand how they should look at links again. It sounded like, to me, very, very interesting to see where this mm. is going to go. 
Well, you know, it, 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 fair enough. I mean, it could be. Um, I think we should have probably preempted the show with uh, not a, a little more than just Brasco saying that uh, they're not responsible for what we say, but also that this is the episode of Conjecture. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> it is. Everything, everything going on here is Google saying, this is what we're going to do, probably. Maybe. <laughs> And, and if we try to figure like it out it. from here, ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, now we've already talked about the hack sites and what they're probably going to do with that. Um, yeah, and that's good. It's good to improving that. Next part is authority boost. Uh, Google hopes to give sites that are authority in a specific industry, community, or space a ranking boost. Now this is this is. I actually thought this, personally this was my happy happy point because <laughs> um, yeah. what this could yeah. mean, and, and I'm hoping I'm hoping it does, is that. Their their ranking data, or sorry, their 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 signals coming from say author rank and and uh, other elements of the algorithm that are looking at people and what they're writing about and how regularly and where and, you know the kind of reputation they built could technically give a little bit more of a boost than ever before uh, over top of some of the other uh, issues like links and stuff that really weren't. They're being too faked these days, you know. So to give the smaller people that are doing a fantastic job a better chance of, of showing up above the others. I agree. And I think that this one, the authority boost one is directly tied to what we just talked about with the, the newer sophisticated link analysis. Those to me are, are, are tied at the hip. They have to go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I think that, uh, well, obviously it's about time, but I mean, this is the, if, if they are going to be serious about everyone, uh, cleaning up their act, they have to give benefits for it. And really for a small business uh, who's just getting out there, the only way they're going to get anywhere in rankings, if they can't technically build links, they have to build great content. Well, if that content can't be found because it's buried because other sites that have been out there forever are beating them all the time, there has to be something that's a game changer that allows that content to be found faster. Yep, I agree. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I, I, just, I don't have a lot of faith that that's going to happen anytime soon, and that's always going to be their problem. I mean, as long, until they fix that, that's pretty much going to keep spam high. Well, you have to think about it this way, too. You know, when Google first built the linking algorithm, the amount of new pages putting up, being put on the, web, on the Internet and the amount of links being created to those pages was a lot less than today. The velocity of content being created on the Internet is... I mean, probably, I would say, as pure, since it's a conjecture show, pure conjecture, I'd say it's 100 mm-hmm. times what it was back then. You know, they have to change. They have to understand that so much content being created and, and so many so fewer links being created that there's no way that this linking structure or linking algorithm is going to sustain um, any kind of quality whatsoever. So they've got to change it. And I think, that, and that's why I think this authority boost and the sophisticated, the new, the new sophisticated link analysis, has to be tied hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one thought I have is that, and I'm sure this could be dated, debated till the end of time, but is, wouldn't it be kind of cool? Because you know, you imagine these these Googlers. There's plenty of them now. Um, get on the, online, and they, they, they all have hobbies. They all find sites that they really appreciate. If they could even just put in a mention of, hey, this is a good site I found, um, and all this information would be added to their, their algorithm, at least into the sample test algorithms, to see how much better it improves the variety of content they find. Because a person searching and, and really digging deep will find better content often. Um, than the the vanilla stuff like the Mashables and all the stuff that are okay, but really 
are still not as good as, say, an expert talking about something completely interesting and maybe reinventing a particular thought or, or process. Um, right. I think that would be awesome. How many, how many Googlers are there? Thousands now? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, but, and there's so much good content out there that is really brilliant people saying brilliant things that never gets found. It's mm-hmm. amazing to me that someone will I'll, I'll find a, a piece of content that just I saw on a Facebook link or somewhere that I go to and it's like, why isn't this like all over the internet? Why did, why isn't everybody talking about this? And it's because nobody finds it. And mm-hmm. it's it's just really interesting. The the you know when you think about people trying to tell you know sell tennis shoes, spend all this time and effort to get their tennis shoe, you know to rank for tennis shoe, but then you got some guy has a thought that could change people's lives, you know, for the better, and it just to me it's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and as a, a small business marketer myself, I work with so many people with the lowest budgets. I do whatever I can to make it work, but the fact is, it's frustrating because I know that in some cases, whatever we do is going to take so long for them to get anywhere not all the time but sometimes because their budgets are so low and and frankly their content although fantastic how can they get me found you know we've got to use social social is a game changer thank god if you really do great content and you can get in front of the right people it can be phenomenal but it's all ifs yep well let's take a a quick break and we get back uh, we'll finish off the last couple points here SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? (laughs) You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. (laughs) Aim clear. The agency brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and Killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Looking behind the news affecting Internet marketing. Bringing to light views from the voices, speaking out on the latest technical issues affecting you. This is the radio show that brings the internet marketing community to connect with you. Digital Marketing Matters, presented by Fang Digital, Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Listen to the debut episode on demand now. 
Inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So we got a couple points left from uh, our Matt Cut's video today uh, about what's coming um, in terms of updates to their algorithms at Google. So uh, what's next here, John? Next is the they call it the pain to sympathy, but basically what Matt's talking about is a lot of the sites that were impacted by Panda were like borderline. They may or may not have really been targeted. They should have been impacted or should not have. There's a lot of websites and webmasters are saying, look, I produce really good content, but I still got nailed by Panda. And they were borderline for one reason or another. And they're trying very hard to soften that border um, so that uh, some of the metrics and some of those sites might not be hit as hard as Panda. Um, had hit them in the first place. So basically they're saying look for some of these sites that were on the line that that, that we think maybe we were a little too heavy-handed. We're going to back off a little and some of these people might come back. Um, that's that's mm-hmm. what I got. Is that what you got? Yeah. Yeah, it's about as clear as it can be, I guess. And and, and I think that's good. Another piece of good news, especially for those poor people out there who are <laughs> uh, we're definitely on that border. I've, I've talked and, to them myself. Yeah, and we have to remember, again, the speculation show or conjecture <laughs> show, that there's no timeline behind any of these. The only one that has even something even close to a timeline of what's going to happen is the new Penguin update, which um, I personally thought it would have happened by now because they talked about it at SMX West a couple months ago and said it was a few weeks out. So it's coming any time now, I would say. Uh, well, SMX advanced, so I'd lay money on that the day they launch it. Yeah. And I've talked to people that claim it's already happened. So, um, well, they're testing. I mean, they already had that thing last week where it was uh, a lot of people were making noise that they'd felt things, and heck, it, it, it's almost certain that it was uh, something. Uh, whether or not it was that, who knows? But. Yeah, yeah, that, that was last week. There was something going on, but even like a week or two before that, someone had told me, "Yeah, this has already happened." I disagreed, but people were looking for it and looking for reasons to say, "Yep, this has happened." But today's video, you know, specifically says it's coming still in the next few weeks. So that's what they said two months ago at SMX uh, West. But so which but would land nicely on SMX Advanced? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> Are you going to that this year? I am. I'm actually getting to speak at SMX Advance for the first time. I've been trying to get to speak at SMX Advance for years, and they finally accepted one of my problems speaking on authorship, actually, on the Excellent. deeper dive into authorship battle. It's going to be a great panel. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> Wish I could be there this year. Well, it's going to be a good one, I'm sure. Uh, you you, you got a backyard to clean out, buddy, before you can well, go anywhere. Do I ever. That <laughs> 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 thing's insane right now. Oh, my God. Um so down to the last couple here, because I know we're going over time here, uh, is clusters. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, man. Anyway, the number of clusters of the same domain showing on the first page of Google search results should lessen this year. So uh, first, second, third pages of Google search results, uh, you'd see a fair bit of perhaps one domain showing up. At the beginning, you might see a cluster of two on the homepage. Or, or, sorry, I should say the first 10. And after that, you might see it again. In this case, they're stating that uh, if you see them on the first page, a cluster, you're not likely to see them again for at least a while within the results um, so that it doesn't 
capitalize, overcapitalize in that search. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see how this applies to brand searches because they made a very conscious effort a while ago that is someone searching for a specific brand that's recognized, they will show almost the entire page of listings for that brand because they said, if someone's searching for that brand, we want to show them all the information we can from that brand. So if you search for Yahoo, for instance, um, you might see 10 listings somewhere on one of Yahoo's subdomains. Um, so major brands had a huge bump from that a while back. So I'm really interested to see if that still holds true after this change they're planning on making. Personally, so search, I'm searching for Yahoo right now, and Wikipedia, see they've changed it, Wikipedia, New York Times, Match.com, so they have changed it, Twitter. So literally a year ago when I searched for Yahoo on Google, the entire first page was nothing but Yahoo and Yahoo subdomains. They mm -hmm. have changed it, so it's interesting. Well, and, and you know, I think it would be a fantastic opportunity when you're searching for a brand, not just to have uh, their first ranking with site links, but to go bigger than that, um, you know, bigger and better, make it like a huge box. I mean, you are looking for a brand, fair enough. And then after that, include everything else except the brand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree, and they do a lot. They do a lot of that with the, the knowledge graph thing over on the the right hand right. side. I'm seeing a lot of that, especially in local search, where you'll find a business local search, and if it's the only business in the area to match, if it's a brand, you'll see a big profile from the, the Google Local Plus page over there on the side of the results over the knowledge graph. So they're doing some of that, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose, uh, actually, that, yeah, there you go. I, I didn't take into account the knowledge graph because, frankly, that actually makes it a lot easier be, uh, because uh, it allows other competitors to show up faster, although it is for a brand, so yeah, it's tougher. I don't, I don't. Now, one of the other things they did recently, too, was state that uh, within pay-per-click, you can go for trademark names now. Completely, completely. There's no, there's yep. no barriers now. Um, uh, in, you know, the, the, in rare circumstances, they'll get involved, but in, in the fact is that they're making it an open market. So, um, yeah, it's it's all clear. Everyone can go for whatever they want. <laughs> that, that was really funny because I was speaking out in Portland a couple of weeks ago, and um, one of the gentlemen speaking on, on this was from Google. Um, his name's Dan. Really great guy, but he was in his presentation. He was mainly talking about. You see, and he used as an example in his presentation that somebody was searching for um, uh, what's the small little car, the the, uh, the mini. Someone was searching for a mini, <laughs> and Fiat was advertising against the, the mini brand name to capture the same audience. And he was using competing. He's using that as an example to show people how you can get business from compete your competitors. Because that, that was the first I'd seen him, you know, not only approving it, but promoting it, basically. It was yeah. interesting. Yeah, that is that is a new move. I haven't seen them promote it either. Uh, but it's definitely been there. We've seen a lot of it. And we've seen, well, we've heard from clients who haven't liked it too much. Yeah. But uh, it's, frankly, it could be Google just weighing the, the playing, playing the poker table. Because really, when it comes down to it, are they going to make more money from it? Or, you know, amount of lawsuits they get, it'd probably be nothing compared to the money they make. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Absolutely. <laughs> so why not? Just roll the dice. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And, hey, we're, we're, we're not as far as behind as we thought because we've already talked about number 10, too, about the more, so, the, the more improved communications within Webmaster Tools, about how they're going to be more um, open. Um, there you go. More specific. So, awesome. So I hope and everyone uh, listening today found themselves extremely enlightened by this, this fantastic conjecture from educated, 
people <laughs> somewhat. And, and, we, uh, and we have we have posted the video and a link to search engine analysis of the video, which we've kind of been using as a guide here um, on the Google Plus page. Um, so if you want to see the video yourself, head over to Google Plus, and it's, it's right there towards the top right now. Yes. Well, thank you. And, and on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Karka, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. You can also email me via ross at stepforth.com, or you can reach John via Twitter at John Karka. Have a great and remember to tune in to future episodes, which are at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for week. listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.